Thanksgiving meal, you can invite one pro golfer to come have Thanksgiving meal with your family. Who are you inviting? Yeah, uh, we were just talking about this last night. Uh, Tony Finau. I one because I want his entire family to come. I think it would be so great to pile in. I think when well, he travels with twelve or thirteen people or some fifteen folks, and and then it's like an entourage. It's just family. There you what go. about you? Who are you inviting over? I, I don't know. It might. I mean, Max Homa. That, that would be fun. Uh, or Joel Damon. Um, I think if Joel comes, you got to get Gino, uh, his caddy, to come as well. Um, I just think that would bring some levity uh to the to the dinner table um maybe maybe it would help us to avoid politics and we can just talk fun things and and uh and have a good time with that Welcome to the Whole Story Podcast. We appreciate you guys joining us for this very special Thanksgiving episode. Robbie and Jonathan here. Um, it's been a it's been a crazy year. We just wanted to uh, take a quick second, uh, maybe while you're cooking their Thanksgiving meal, uh, to give some thanks uh, on our end. Um, but Jonathan, before we do that, we gotta we gotta talk about uh, who won the tournament. Ludwig Oberg, uh, the hero of the Ryder Cup. This kid just took his last few classes from Oklahoma state, uh, back in the spring turned pro, uh, through the, uh, PGA university program. And he just won, uh, down the RSM down at sea Island. So that guy is going to be good for a long time. What do you think about that? Well, I feel like we need to go to Oklahoma and play, apparently play some courses down there because they pull out some guys that it's like, where did they come from? How are they recruiting internationally? But maybe we need to go see if we can find their home course and play it down there. Yeah, Oklahoma State, let's head over to Stillwater. That'd be fun. Yep. Well, uh, we're always, as, as usual, not here to talk about the professional golf. Instead, we're just going to be talk about what we're thankful for. This is episode 35. Uh, Robbie and I, I think we felt like we'd get here. We didn't think we'd get here in this fashion. But uh, really, honestly, we're just talking about uh, thankful for our guests. Uh, we were just talking about how, like, is there one or two guests that's be like sort of the highlight? And for me, I just can't believe the people that we've had on the calls, like they've people, folks that you never would have thought you would have gotten early on, especially this early on. Uh, on top of that, uh, we've made new friends, which has been great. Robbie, you're going to probably talk about it later about thankful courses. You've gotten to play some amazing places with some amazing people. Um, but I just, you know, 35 episodes in, I think our goal, we said 52 at minimum. Uh, we're rolling right along. Yeah, it's um, it, it is funny, and, and people have asked, "How did you get so and so on your show?" And it's well, we just asked, right? Everybody, I think, you know, when we started best ball, um, you know, we were like, "Hey, golf stories, right?" Like we love talking, we love telling and hearing golf stories. People love golf stories, right? Like the fireside chat, or when you're done with your round and hanging out, and you're talking about, man, this putt that almost went in, this shot, I almost got my first hole in one, or I did get my first hole in one. People love golf stories. And so the whole premise of the whole story podcast is telling golf stories and hearing great golf stories and people want to share them. Right. So yeah. this, uh, this podcast is just a platform to do that. And we are very appreciative of all the guests that have said yes, those to come. I mean, I, Jonathan, we're, this is right before Thanksgiving yeah. and I look at our schedule to finish out the year and it's, it's the who's who, like it's unbelievable who we have scheduled uh, to come out. So we're, we're excited about that, but yes, 
Uh, very thankful for um, the doors that this has opened up and the courses that we've gotten to play. I mean, I'm, I'm wearing my Landman shirt. Um, right. And I got to go to Landman through guests that we had on the show. Um, got to go play Pinehurst, um, uh, a number of the courses there. Um, it's just been, it's been incredible. Um, and very thankful. <laughs> We're going to keep, keep saying that word, very thankful right. for the opportunities. Um, so Jonathan, what, uh, what course would you be most thankful for, for, for getting to play this year? You know, I was talking to Keisha about this. Whenever I travel now, I always think, well, what golf course can I go play? Um, and I don't know, that probably wouldn't have been a necessary part of my travel experience with family and stuff like that. But uh, I got to play North Rutherford Park when I was in England, a little par three in Andorra. Uh, we kicked off this in Acatia, playing with my brother-in-law out in Phoenix. Uh, I got to play in Cabo. I mean, there's so many different places that as I'm now traveling and going places thinking, oh, I should be able to go. I should try to find a golf course or something like that. I think I would say, um, I think I'd have to go with North Rutherford uh, for a lot of different reasons. The one being an international place. Uh, it, it was a culmination of a, a family trip that I was on and I got to sneak away for it. There's nothing spectacular. No, no disrespect to North Rutherford. There's no, nothing spectacular. It's just a a local course in uh, middle to North England. And, but it was one of those moments where you go out there on a good morning, you're by yourself and you borrow some clubs and you get to spend the, the morning playing golf. Um, and it was, it was fantastic. Now you've gotten to go to some places that are on everyone else's wish list and bucket list. So, yeah, I, you know, I would say the courses are incredible, right? Landman Pinehurst, uh, we played Caledonia and True Blue, a couple of Mike Strantz, right. uh, incredible courses. But I think the thing that made it for me, uh, one, you and I got to play Caledonia True Blue together, and we played some other great places. Um, I went to Landman with, you know, Kyle Walton, uh, Jeff Birch, and, and so many other great folks there. Uh, I mean, Will Anderson has uh, built a great place. Rob Collins, who we're going to have on the podcast very soon, designed an incredible place at Landman. Uh, but the people there that got to play and hang out with, um, but it might be hard to top, uh, going to Pinehurst with Archie, with my son, uh, and getting to spend a couple days with him, you know, he's off at college now. Um, but it's, it's really all about who you get to play with. And we've gotten to play some, some pretty cool courses, uh, in, at the meantime. So as we think about what we've played, uh, do you have any kind of wish list of man, this would be amazing. We're not going to say Augusta National. Of course, that would be amazing. Do you have Do you have a place that you would like to play or maybe you're excited about playing uh, in 2024? Yeah, I think you just gave me that list, right? Like, so so, so we're going to go to Landman. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to go to Landman next October. Uh, Pinehurst, we're having a conversation with them to see if we can get back up there and play again. So everyone who can see really bad golfers, uh, how they can play whenever the professionals come out. Uh, you know, and again, it goes back to whenever I travel now or think about going somewhere, I'm always now thinking, how could I bring my clubs with me? What would it look like to play? I'm going to be, hopefully be in Denver, maybe in April. And so there's courses up there that would be interesting to go give a try. Um, and then, well, we get to play old Barnwell, uh, coming up here in just a week or so. So I, I, I don't know if I have that list, but every time I see a new golf course, I think, yeah, I want to go play that now. Yeah, I, I would say the same. Um, you know, I, I want to go to all those places again. Um, I think if I had one that I haven't played, um, you know, I, I've played the Ocean Course down at Kiowa uh, before. Um, it'd be fun to get back there. 
I've never played uh, Harbor Town uh, here in South Carolina. So if I had to pick a local one, uh, I think that'd be fun. But uh, Sweetens Cove is actually one that's high up on my list that I think uh, I might be able to check off this coming year. Uh, you talk about uh, who you get to play with and hang out. That is the environment that I hear everybody wants to go to, and it's it's really all about the hang. So uh, that's uh, that's it. So what uh, what would be your golf wish? Like, is there something you know, new clubs, you uh, lower scores? What would be your golf wish for for this this coming year? So uh, you know, our last guest was talking about, or not the guy the guy before our last guest. I was on the last one. He was talking about uh, his comment was you you don't have a right. I think it was you don't have a right to be upset about your golf game because you don't practice enough. And so I would like to be able to get it on the green from 30 to 40 yards out without taking three shots. I think that's probably my golf wish. I'm going to take a little bit more time this year and focus on those types of shots. Uh, I'd like to break 90 this year. Um, I, I can shoot under hundred sometimes 90, 95, if I'm playing nine holes, because my my body usually gives out around hole twelve, hole twelve, I can usually shoot. I've shot forty five a number of times. So like I feel like maybe if I can string together two decent nine holes, that maybe I can hit that uh maybe I can hit that magic ninety number. So that'd be my goal. Okay, I'd be uh I, I think you'll get there. Uh, yeah, you're you're a good enough uh good enough athlete. Uh, it's just a matter of like you said, practice and yeah. um and uh working on the little things because a lot of those shots come within 100 yards so yeah yeah, I, well, yeah I mean, the score. like whenever we were playing over in columbia i had that one drive it was like 305 and it was a 320 yard uh to the hole and then it took three shots to get the extra 20 yards to the green so if i can figure out something there maybe it'll work i have moments where i feel like i know how to play golf just like everyone else and then there's lots of moments where i'm like this i'm terrible at this this is no good at all yeah very nice. I think I think my golf wish, and this is probably a little far fetched, but um, it, you know, it it probably got ramped up when we had Michael Verska on. Uh, Callaway is director of player or uh, club fitting and player performance. I would love to get some new clubs, but get custom fit for them. Um, I don't know if it's going to happen, um, but uh, but that would be I think my good uh, my wish for for twenty twenty four. So we'll see. Um, all right, moving on. So what has been, and this isn't a, you know, a highlight of the year, but what's been the best shot that you've had this year? Maybe it's that one of those long drives. Yeah. So I was thinking about that. Uh, the first hole at Rutherford, I parred and I had some really good shots there, but then I, just before we started today, I was thinking, I don't know if I played great, but whenever we were down at, in Myrtle beach on the, we started on the back nine and on the 18th, I hit a my shot within what three or four feet of the hole over mm -hmm. water and ended up with a birdie on 18. Yeah. So, 18 at true blue. Yeah. So I, and there's no hole in one. There isn't one of those. When we were in Columbia, I think I, we thought I was going to hit a hole in one on that par three, like it rolled past the hole. I don't know how close it really was, but we were all excited about it. Uh, but I think if you're going to say like a, just a good pure shot that went where you hoped it would go, uh, where you intended it for it to be, I think I'd probably go with that shot. Okay. Do you have uh do you have a best shot that you've seen in person? Ooh. Or or we'll expand it. Best shot you've seen all year. I mean, there's been a number of, of hole in ones and things like that yeah. on the uh on the pro you know, circuit. Well, the best shot that I've seen 
all year if i were talking about pros was the canadian open the guy's 74 footer to win like how that's amazing like that's just crazy because lots of guys will hit flop shots or hit something from not say lots at the pro level there are shots within a tournament that are just wow i can't believe they got it that close or whatever but that putt especially under the pressure and everything else uh, along with the fact that his uh one of the security guys tackled one of his buddies like all of that together is a pretty good deal. Um, honestly, I really enjoyed playing with you and watching Archie shoot. Uh, I didn't play golf when I was 18 years old, but I'd like to think that that's what I would have looked like, like just long and lean athletic. And even though the ball didn't always go where he wanted to go, it just, it always felt put together. So he was a lot yeah. of fun to hang out with and watch play golf. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking to my own shots of the year, um, you know, I had one when we were, when you and I were playing in Columbia and uh, it was a par five and I'd left myself kind of uh, in the rough off to the side. I had 265 and I probably hit the longest three wood I've ever hit. I just caught it perfectly, hit it 265, landed on the green, didn't make the eagle putt. But um, <laughs> that one or had a shot at Landman. Uh, we were on hole number two and off to the right and, and kind of some of the junk. And I can't remember what I maybe hit a six iron or something. And I didn't even see it, uh, see the result. I mean, I saw the result when I got to the green, but didn't see it happen, but it just one hopped up there and it was probably within three feet of the hole and, and got a birdie on two. But, uh, and one of the guys, I think it was uh, Jake or somebody matched it on, on that hole. So, uh, but it was, uh, it was fun. Um, best shots in person. I, I might go back to, um, go back to Landman. Uh, they have a Redan hole par three on the backside. I think it's 14 where you just hit the ball as a long par three, probably playing 210, 215, and you hit it on the right side of the green. You just watch that thing trail all the way over. And I don't know if it's just me. I couldn't hit the green, green at all, but everybody there, you hit it on the front right and you just watch that thing roll all the way up and over and across to the left and get very close to the hole when it was on the left. So that, those were fun to watch. Uh, excited for hopefully you to see that next year, but um, yeah. yeah. So let's do, we always ask our guests a quick nine. Let's roll through this um, yep. kind of some, uh, some fun things. So what has been the favorite course that you've played this year? Well uh, yeah, either North Rutherford or Cabo Cabo. I mean, granted, it's Cabo. Like that was, that was a good day. Ocean yeah. running right beside you. That's a good day. How about you? Uh, I, you know, I'm about to say a tie. Landman, Pinehurst number two. Um, I, I can't. Uh, Landman's that good. A landman's ridiculous. Um, it's it it could be the most fun. Yeah. Golf course I've ever. It definitely is the most fun golf course I've ever played. Okay. Um, but Pinehurst two is Pinehurst number two. So. Number two, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, all right. Favorite snack on the golf course. Well, I mean, this has become a topic of almost every uh, conversation on this podcast. So it's got to be, I w it's got to be the breakfast taco in Cabo. I was going to see if it was the lunch taco, but it's 100% breakfast taco at like 830. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a hard time uh, coming up with one. Um, the signature beverage at Landman. Um, oh, gosh. And I'm blanking on the name right off the top of my head. Uh uh, the signature beverage at Landman. Forgive me for 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 uh, for forgetting what it was, um, but it was uh, it was excellent. I've got so a number of the, the cooler, so you had more than one beverage. 
Uh, well, yeah, but they were they were. Uh, that's the custom beverage when you're up top sitting in the in the clubhouse. It was fun. That's great. That sounds yep. good. All right. So, what club do you need to remove from your bag? Um, I probably need to hit the sixty degree wedge less. Um, last few times I've played, I just you know I, I don't play enough to have confidence. I probably need to hit that less. I don't know if I need to completely remove it, but I need to. I'm trying to get smarter with putting it off the green. Uh, using a 56 or the 50 degree or or something else, maybe to bump it and run a little more. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't need to carry any of my woods at this point in my life. And as you know, I've pretty much removed the driver from my vocabulary as well. I don't practice enough with it and my irons go far enough. So I've just, and now I have a three iron, which I haven't actually been practiced. I haven't practiced with yet. So uh, if I were going to remove, it'd be all the woods. Um, yeah, well, John Sherman would uh, he would argue against it. He'd say I know, you need to figure I out know. your driver and put it in. Play. Well, but I've got to figure it out. That's the key. Right now, if I bring it with me, it's a crapshoot. And so, five iron, two fifty. I might as well just take that every single time. We're not playing from the tips or anything, so it works out okay. Yeah. Well, maybe this is the answer uh, for the next question. If you could get better with one club in your bag, what would it be? <clears throat> oh, it would be wedges. Uh, I, I need to get a set of wedges. I had one that I really liked. I lost it at some point along the way. And the new one that I got, I just haven't figured out the angle. Kind of like what you said, I can, if I take a full swing, I might be able to get at 50, but if I'm anywhere in between that short distance or any type of bumper run or anything else, it might go three feet. It might go 50 yards. I just can't control it. So I'm going to look into some wedges and that's going to be my focus for this year. I think the break 90, that's a, that's a big deal for me. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not spraying. I don't feel like I'm spraying the ball like I used to with my irons. They're always still going left. So I got to figure that out. But uh, my wedges are the big one whenever I get close. Yeah. I would say uh, I'm just going to go mid iron shots. You know, my approach shots into the green. Um, that's where I want to improve the most uh, this coming year, just to try to hit more greens and regulation, give myself a putt at it. Yep. All right. So what one rule would you change? Um. You know, I think in, in a friendly game, it probably doesn't matter as much, but the, I'd say the divot rule, right? Like yeah. if uh, if you land in a divot, you should be able to move it if you're in the fairway. Um, I think, you know, you've hit a good drive. You hate to walk up there and find yourself, especially in a divot that somebody didn't put sand in uh, yeah. and you're just punished because, you know, somebody dug up the ground in yeah. the middle of the fairway. So I'm stealing this from a guy I saw on Instagram yesterday, and I apologize. I can't remember who it was. He said that he, whenever he's out playing with his buddies, if you lose a ball, but it was like a normal, just like you hit the shot, it's four feet off in the rough, and no one can walk around and find it, you get a free drop. Like, I think that's fantastic, especially because pace of play. Like, we've all been out there on the course waiting for that guy to find his ball, and he's not digging in the woods or anything like that. But how many times have you hit a ball and you thought it went to the third tree or the second tree or whatever, and you drive around and for whatever reason, it just hit that pocket of grass that no one can find. So I think that would be fantastic. Uh, I'll even do that and count it as under my 90, I think. So, yeah, he, he called it the spectator rule, right? Because in a yeah, pro that's right. you know, spectators would be saying, Hey, it's, it's kind of right there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if we had our top tracker tracer thing with us every single time, then we'd also be able to find it. But uh, yeah, the spectator rule is a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving uh, this week. Are you yep. a, are you a ham or turkey guy for Thanksgiving? So we're cooking both here. 
at really? our house. Uh, we're going to have a Coke ham and uh, a, a smoked turkey. I lean more towards the ham, I think. Uh, unless I was thinking about doing a fried turkey this year, but I have nothing like I didn't want to. I don't have the stuff to do it. So if, if it were if it were ham, smoked turkey, I'm going to go ham. If it were a fried turkey, I would go turkey for sure. Okay. I'm, I'm a turkey guy all the way. You just like the nap in the afternoon afterwards, right? Uh, no, I think it's more tradition. You know, I would, we yeah. were talking before this. I've got uh, I've got a turkey that I'm brining right now that I'll be be smoking uh, early in the morning uh, to uh, to eat. So it'll be fun. All right, your favorite pie? Uh, it's got to be apple. Uh, apple with a little little vanilla ice cream there with it. Yeah, that's where I completely break tradition, and I want um, coconut cream pie. I don't know what? if that actually happens. Yeah, I don't know if that happens on Thanksgiving, but I don't like pies, and but I love coconut cream pie. All day. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you like the 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 flakes of coconut? Yes. Yes, oh. I love every coconut flavor that you can get as a part of it. That's uh, that's disappointing. I short story. I used to work at a restaurant, and on Saturdays. Uh, they weren't open on Sundays. So on Saturdays, if there were leftover things, the staff would take it and I would eat an entire coconut cream pie before I left the, the place. That was great. That's funny. That's funny. All right. Are you a Black Friday shopper? No. <laughs> I knew the no. answer. But... And this, this uh, you know, crowds, lines, traffic, that's not me. Backed up tea times. Like I hate long rounds of golf. Like I just... I don't know if that just means I'm a very impatient person or just maybe I'll like order and, and, and things to run smoothly, but black Friday shopping. No. So I remember as a kid, black Friday shopping being in the afternoon, all of my aunts would get all the papers out and they would have all the deals and they'd have to map out where they were going. And now black Friday started like three weeks ago. I think I was getting black Friday deals from Best Buy uh, two weeks ago. So maybe if it were really like the hunt, I think maybe if they maybe if one year all of them just said, "Hey, we're gonna go ahead and go like retro Black Friday, where you're gonna have to go get a paper and you're gonna have to figure out where all the deals are, and then and you can't use your Apple Maps, you're gonna have to get on a physical map and figure out where you're going." I think that'd be fun, but that's more like a survival of the fittest type thing. Yeah, I think uh, no, we'll uh, we will not be doing that. No, no, so, we won't either. Yeah. All right. All right. This, is a, this is a fun question. Last question yeah. on the quick nine. Uh, Thanksgiving meal. You can invite one pro golfer to come have Thanksgiving meal with your family. Who are you inviting? Yeah, uh, we were just talking about this last night. Uh, Tony Finau. I One, because I want his entire family to come. I think it would be so great to pile in. I think well, he travels with 12 or 13 people or some 15 folks. And then it's like an entourage. It's just family. So if there was a way to have Tony Fino, by the way, Tony, if you want to come for Thanksgiving any year, just let me know. Uh, and I live in Augusta. So if you're looking for a home to rent, you can also come and check out my place too. But maybe you want to just preview it for a Thanksgiving dinner. You'd be more than happy to come over. Uh, we might ask you to do a short podcast with us on Thanksgiving day. There you what go. What about you? Who are you inviting over? Um, I think... I don't know. It might, I mean, Max Homa, that would, that would be fun. Uh, or Joel Damon. Um, I think if Joel comes, you got to get Gino, uh, his caddy to come as well. Um, I just think that would bring some levity, uh, to the, to the dinner table. Um, maybe, maybe it would help us to avoid politics and we can just talk fun things and, and, yeah. uh, and have a good time with that. So, 
Um, yeah, so excited about Thanksgiving again, but we are very thankful for what um, what the whole story podcast, what Best Ball has allowed us to do. Um, Jonathan, we, we do want to announce we're kind of doing a new thing um, with the success that the whole story podcast has seen um, and just the fun that we are having uh, producing these things. Uh, we are starting kind of a collective. Uh, we don't we don't know exactly what we're going to call it, but Best Ball is starting kind of a podcast family. So uh, for those that are listening, uh, those that hear about it, we're going to post some things out there. Um, if you have an idea of a golf podcast that you say, hey, I've got an idea, let's talk about it, right? Because um, many people say, I've got a great idea. I don't know where to start. And we can help you with that. So uh, reach out, shoot us an email at info at bestball.com and we'll get a conversation started. But yeah, we would love to maybe help produce and uh, and grow the best ball podcast family together. Jonathan, what do you think about that? I think that sounds great. Uh, obviously, everyone's got, like we talked about, everyone's got stories of just the 30 some odd folks that we've interviewed. There's so many different perspectives of the golf world that uh, I think could lend their voice to people being interested in what they have to say. Um, there's always different, as we've seen all of the connections, there's so many different connections from one, two, and three different uh, sort of, uh, separation by Kevin Bacon that in the golf world there's got to be more people that have these stories too so yeah if you've got an idea if you think you've got a perspective on golf that maybe there's just sort of a, a hole somewhere a divot that needs to be filled uh, let us know and uh, we can have a conversation to see how we can help absolutely yeah absolutely so final thanks uh one thing we haven't mentioned so far and probably the most important part about all of this is the listeners uh we thank you for uh hanging out with us uh every thursday uh for following us on social media and uh listening to the good stories that hopefully we're bringing and finding for you um we appreciate uh you guys being a part of what's going on here at the whole story podcast yeah uh we do uh, absolutely need to thank our listeners uh for those that do listen please make sure you uh, follow subscribe like give us some reviews um that helps us grow this thing uh, to get it in front of more people um to help the guests that we have on to have their stories uh heard more and more so uh, we appreciate everyone listening uh we've got to thank our families um you know jonathan and i talk uh, anyway but they have graciously, uh, our, our wives and kids have graciously given us some time uh, to kind of step away for uh, an hour uh, a week or, or so to um, to hang out uh, together, but to, to do this. So we appreciate that. Um, but again, we appreciate all of you guys uh, being a part of the Whole Story podcast. We hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we've got an amazing guest next week. Uh, I kind of want to give a hint. Uh, Mark Immelman, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. I did remember as we close, it's a tried and true is the beverage at Landman. There I did go. remember that. So a shout out to Landman up top, get you a tried and true. But for Jonathan, uh, this is Robbie. We appreciate it and are very thankful for you listening to the whole story podcast. Whoa.